Hi everyone, welcome to this episode of the Good Bad Gang. It's your girl LD. It's your boy Sus in the building. How you living? Doing all right. Another, yeah. another day in Lagos. Another day, another madness. How's it been? How, how's your new house going? Settling in? It's okay, I suppose. You emptied all your boxes bad. and everything. Yes, I've unpacked. I finally unpacked last weekend, so yeah. But it's been good. It's okay. Getting used to it, you know, finding out new stuff. It's different, but it's cool. Do you have that deja vu moment where you wake up and you think you're in your old house? Has that happened to you yet? No, not yet. It hasn't happened. I just have feelings of, oh, I really wanted to do this in my old house. Or I really wanted this to happen to me in my old house. But, you know, now it's going to have to happen in my new house. So I guess I just have to get over it. So, yeah, those are the only things that happen. Like, I have this sad feeling about how I didn't get to do this or that in my old house. But that's it, really, I guess. All right. Yeah. The only thing constant in life is change. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And something that has been, uh, I guess, a hot button issue on Twitter and the internet for a while is this whole, I guess, what a man and a woman earns and uh, the um, relocating, I guess it kind of ties into what you're moving. Mm -hmm. So let me read the tweet. So I guess somebody sent a message or whatever. This says, I earn better than my husband, 550,000 naira, as an oil company medical center nursing worry. He's a teacher in Kano, earning 60000 He wants me to resign and join him in Kano. Please cancel me. And the, se the second one also along the same, um, along the same vein was, uh, I guess somebody asked, um, say in his church, the pastor asked the question that if a man earns 150k in Lagos and a woman earns 750k in Kaduna, who should resign and, and relocate after the marriage? So, I really like the, the reply place. that someone gave the, the worry shell lady when he was like, I beg, resign so that I can take the job and move and go and meet my wife. I don't understand. Like, if you're barely getting by, although, you know, I guess some people will argue that the, the what do you call it? What's that statement again? The cost of living in different places right are different so you can be earning a certain amount but for god's sakes if your wife is earning like let's even forget gender now if someone is earning 20 times more than you are it only makes logical sense for you to move to where that person is i don't understand so you want somebody who's used to a certain lifestyle who is earning a certain amount to now move to your place people will now be suffering together on top of that suffering you will now be shouting and making noise every time she says she wants to buy this you know say can't you see that we can't afford this? this 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 something she could probably afford before like i don't understand why we try to make this thing very difficult i have friends who who um have had to make choices like this i have a friend who's getting married soon his fiance lives in england and he lives in nigeria Thank God, I'm even switching the rules here. But he's better off. I mean, everybody wants to run away from Nigeria, yes. But unfortunately, finance-wise, he's better off here. So she's going to have to pack her bags and baggages from England and move to Nigeria. And she's a citizen, by the way. You do what is best for your family, especially when it comes to money. That's a question. Yeah. Are, you, are you really sure that uh, um, he's better off in Nigeria or 
or is forcing the woman to come no. down see because, the thing is he wasn't, he, wasn't, he, he wasn't even the one like so i went out recently and i was speaking to his best man because the wedding is later on in the year and i was like oh so is he going to because obviously to me the first thing that popped in my head was he's going to move to england and i'm like oh so is he moving to england and it's probably like no that apparently she's going to move here because he's in a better position and i mean i know this guy would, except he's changed well, people always say, how well do you really know a person? I'd be very surprised if he went all Hong Kong on her and said that she has to move back. Considering she's hardly ever in Nigeria, so he's always the one going to go and visit her because he has more money to go and visit her. Things like that. But I don't know. But it makes, like, why would you be earning 65K and somebody else is earning 700K? And the person that is earning 700K should leave their 700K job I'm moving with 65k person. Like it makes like let's that's why I said let's even forget about woman, whether it's a woman or a man or a man or a woman. Why? And it makes no sense. I guess I guess um what was I gonna say just now? It makes no sense. It's like if my husband was if I'm gonna get married and guys getting married to ends more than me and he lives, you know, across the across the country or something if we come to the decision that i should be like some people don't end up moving one person stays in one state and the other person stays in another state but if you're earning like billions i'll pack my ludo i'll go and look for another job in that state that you're in because people tend to forget that money is very important in marriage I don't know why people always forget about that. They don't think about the love part. What about the finance? That's the part. But you're bringing that's the problem because money is very important, and in Nigeria, who earns the money is very important. Eh, see. So that's what I'm saying. So it's not as easy as uh, you know, you move across and oh, she's many more money, and all of a sudden the woman is. Um, so, but then that's a different the woman, dynamic. The woman of is dehumanizing de- de- you and debasing you because. Wait, but I want to ask a question. She's now. She's I want now to ask the, a question. Somebody is not going to. In the, in the you, know, you know what they always say? It's not when people get married that they suddenly change. People don't just change. That's how they wear. So if your woman is going to be devoted, what word what did you even use again? She would already have been showing it small by small with little things that she says while you guys were dating, things like that. You know, there are ways that she would have been talking to you and all that. So if you chose to actually still go ahead with the marriage, then that's on you. But you're not going to say that because your woman ends more than you. She's always been a lovely person. She's always been humble. She's never, you know, she after all, she knows how much you make. And then all of a sudden, you think she's going to just become a witch because she's earning more money. Now, now the truth of it is that this can never happen. There is nobody... Unless, unless they were dating and she was not making this money, then during the course of dating, she got she, she got and started making this money. But more likely than not, I'm not saying it never happens. It's unlikely that a woman earning so much would date a, a guy earning that little. It's is 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 almost impossible. I'll never say never because obviously there's nothing 100 percent. But I'm sure in 99.9 percent of the time. You would find it hard for a woman to be anything. Or they much stay hustling, like you said, Shadi. Maybe they stay hustling that's together. That's why I put that caveat. Know, she now kept going higher and higher, things like that. That's why I put that caveat there. And so, if it's that the case, you should be thanking your stars that you you have somebody that's willing to date you at that. Uh, Wait, but who, uh, what, what if what if she didn't know they started dating? She didn't know how much she was earning. Mm. as per fall in love type of thing do you mm. get what i'm mm. saying because you're saying no woman would okay so i think your statement would be maybe no woman would knowingly, knowingly because yeah. sometimes you don't know how much your partner yeah, is knowingly earning now. I'm, 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 saying, to, yeah, I'm saying yeah knowingly, i'm saying knowingly exactly I'm saying so. Knowingly. so if that happens and everything's going honky dory and you guys are at the point of marriage you should be thanking your stars that uh 
Chez vous, à la famille du divorcé, you are going to marry someone. You have somebody to help you out a little bit. Instead of, you know, trying to move, you want to be a crab in a barrel and pull and pull somebody and I'm uh, sure down. like I don't even know what the issue is because you all you can find a job in that new place it's not like you're even moving to Lagos where it's difficult to find work you will probably find another job in worry and who knows you might even be making more money than your 65k or whatever amount it is that you were making I wish that people would really stop considering all this oh because um, a woman marries a man so she needs to move to wherever he is but do what is best for your family but a lot of people like you were giving an example i know someone who has a job with an ioc mm-hmm. right good job and yeah, i guess i don't know what happened but the family won lottery or whatever i don't know how they get but the, the whole family is in canada husband and, husband and kids but and she's here working but she has the papers right yeah she goes yeah. to them yeah, yeah. but my but the point is that in this kind of scenario they'll say you know come and join your family but because obviously she has such a good job, job over here yeah, exactly. that if you go relocate over there and, uh, I think for her so, the point is I have a good job and I'm earning good money but I also have the means to leave do you get what I'm saying she has the paperwork to leave right because all of them got the papers for the for Canada right yeah but it's the same thing it's, this is like Lagos can, can do that yeah no that's, yeah, what, that's what I'm saying moving, that is, moving is possible for both, both but yeah. the point is that the decision was made you stay behind and still do but you know i, I mentioned that job. earlier and i was like sometimes some people stay in their respective states and just you know meet up and say okay, that's what i'm saying now so, so yeah. an alternative is not even to uh, alternative is not somebody has sometimes people make the long distance thing work you stay there stay there you transition because you can move and you never find a job you can move you never find a, a job that good, good so exactly. two of you, you know a lot of people that have their living in nigeria I and mean, their families are outside and it works that way because either there's such a good job over here for them they can't leave it or it's such a good job over there yeah but i mean if the if the gap in earning is so much like this 65k and this 700k i'm not really sure i i'm trying to understand i'm, I'm not really sure Sha. sure the guys should maybe just move that's what i think to be honest because it just <laughs> Like I said, like I said, me playing the devil's devil's advocate is like I said. Sometimes I think I sent you an article that right when we read about um, women and women cheating, right? Yeah. And women comfortable cheating and staying in the marriage. That usually the women cheat and unhappy, they have to leave the marriage. But this new crop of women is they cheat and they're happy to stay in the marriage, knowing that them remarrying or whatsoever does not change. They don't they might not be happy in the new relationship they the um it's just meet. called having a boo for every for your different needs that's all um, so my so the point i am making which i have now forgotten mm-hmm. uh, what this was what it was an excellent mm-hmm. point you know i'm sure it was it was, because <laughs> i know sus if sus has something fantastic he's going to hold on to it no, like a it, dog it, with a bone it was an excellent point i totally <laughs> forgot i've forgotten about it now maybe to come back to me if we pass this topic we pass yeah, this yeah, topic we pass this topic yeah yeah i'm saying i'm saying in the little in, in not later but then anyway, the point I was, I was trying to make i think is that you think anyway but i think so it's missed me but let's carry on 
I don't know about that. Mm. I think people really like the last podcast. Was uh, that was a uh, bombshell and a half? But we we'll get to that later. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure about bombshell, but I just it was I think it was it was a healthy conversation that inspired some uh, debate. Anyway, let's move on to the Nigerian Airways, right? So you are in the travel, you are in the travel sector, right? So what's what's your take? Let me just start from the ground floor. What's your take about the national carrier for or against? So let's just start on that basic level first. Are you for it or against it? Okay, my answer is kind of middle ground. If we were in a civilized society where you things would run right, I would be for this, this it. This is not Pandora. But not, because, not but because this is Nigeria, I'm not sure that I am for it because I just feel like this thing is going to start up and it will just end up like Nigerian Airways of the past. I like to be pleasantly surprised though. So, yeah. you're, so you're not for it? I'm not for it. All right. So the second thing, what do you think of the logo design? Child, it was basic. Like there was nothing special. To so someone said, "Oh, it's actually an eagle, not a ribbon." And I had to turn my head to the right, and I saw the eagle. But what really got me was the fact that I heard that it wasn't even a Nigerian that designed the logo. It was outsourced to someone in Bahrain, and I'm not very, I'm, I'm actually very confused. Like even. <sighs> There are people who can design logos for God's sakes in this country, and for the amounts that I'm hearing they paid, it's ridiculous. So I, I don't think that the logo was worth the amount they paid. And in the first place, even before I found out about the cost and everything, I just thought the logo was very uninspiring. It looked yeah. like it looks like a ribbon floating yeah, the, in the yeah, air. The best, the best one I heard, and sorry I can't credit the t- Twitter user was, why did they trade to a competition to like? Um, you know, high, high school, wins. high school kids, secondary yeah. school kids, or whatever it is, and let you, you know, and that can even create some buzz around it and put some solidarity around around the cause. So it makes no sense why they are sourcing a logo design to buy. I'm sure people, I'm sure kids from my alma mater would have been able to make a better design. To be honest. Yeah. So, but uh, we all know Nigeria. I'm sure one day, one day, the sinister plot behind it. We'll raise ugly head and we'll figure it out. But what do you think about it, though? About what? Like the fact that we have a new national carrier. Makes no sense to me. But I, I guess to play the devil's advocate. As usual. As usual. Well, I don't know about usual. But, okay, I get the concept of, okay, not everything. Because, number one, I know for a fact that the airline industry, it's the margins are really, really tight. Most airlines are not making, you know, great profits and you really have to squeeze to make a profit margin. So number one, government entering into a, a venture that's not that lucrative is like They claim why? they own only five percent. Doesn't matter, whatever five percent of that five percent, you're not getting a good return for your investment. So but okay, forget that part and say, okay, what you don't do everything for profits, right? That's why in government you not think about the other value which is, you know, Carrying the name, promotion, all this kind of stuff. Okay. It also helps with tourism. All, all that good stuff you yeah. want to put into it. That is fine. Now, the second part of it is that I don't understand. You say you're going to own 5% of it, but you're the one going out there to procure airplanes and all this kind of stuff. Like, shouldn't, and you're going to be a minority, minority owner. Why are you taking the bulk of the action and, you know, essentially sinking costs into? What the private sector is going to do by and you're doing all these negotiations and essentially you know costing and all that stuff doesn't make any sense so to summarize what source is saying something smells fishy in this whole situation because the government says they own five percent but they seem to be the ones pushing the agenda no one's saying who the private company is i think it would be a good show of faith or it would make people more um what's the word 
people will probably be very interested in knowing the other companies, the owning companies, you get what I'm saying? But no one is saying anything. I remember when there was a press conference, the person speaking said, oh, the other people involved are in this room, but did not mention them. It would not have been a bad idea to say, oh, can you get off for recognition, Mr. Lagbaja, Mr. Sus? You know, but he just said, they're in this room, they're here, they're listening. Yeah, so and, if anything... And, and something like that, shouldn't really be open to exactly, bidding and exactly everybody so have a fair shot at, you know, having some stake in it. So it's a very dodgy situation and something just doesn't smell right and something doesn't feel right and of course it's not bringing back echoes from the past and things like that people who used to work for the defunct nigerian airways yeah, are an, coming that, out that's another layer to upset. it yeah people that have yeah. not been paid exactly and they're like pensions how can you be starting stuff, a new so, yeah. national career when you haven't even paid us for years so it's ridiculous i feel like nigeria just keeps jumping from one thing to the other without figuring out why something didn't work in the past. I remember um, Richard Branson tweeted something this week because you know when they created Virgin Nigeria, Virgin Nigeria was meant to be our answer. Was also meant to be our, our answer to um, a national career. And I know that Richard Branson was very bitter about working with Nigeria because there was a time when he did this whole thing about the government and everything. So he tweeted this week and he's like, "Oh, he's old enough to remember when you know. Obviously, he's old enough. He's the owner of the company." When they tried out Virgin Nigeria and seeing as that did not work, he's not sure exactly how, you know, this is going to happen. But good luck. Because Nigeria is very, they hide things a lot. They're very shoddy. They're very, I, I don't know. I This is why I cannot be for it. Because even as we are, we still don't have the full picture of what's going on. And that's the problem. It's level of transparency. That's the problem. Not being to articulate what you want to do. And like you said, the layer of you have the um, Nigerian Airways um, people that were let go then, their pensions, their gratuity never been paid to them, and you're starting the new stuff. Like I said also, the airline business is not a really profitable business per se. For you to make any money out of it, you have to be really efficient, really know what you're doing. And does that sound like the Nigerian government? I mean, we're probably going to have issues in the international airspace, you know, things like that. It's it's just, I feel like it's a big mess waiting to happen. Issues in the international airspace, what airspace? I just, in international airports, sorry, other countries, because Nigerians don't know how to behave. I'm not talking about, like, the pilots themselves, but I'm saying, you know, there's some sort of relationship between governments. If you're going to be landing a plane in their airports and things like that, contracts, things like that, I just feel like they're not going to be able to handle this as good as it should be handled which is how we keep getting kicked out of partnerships and things like that but yeah so i would really love for this to work because i think it's a good idea but i'm very skeptical about it and honestly like i said when i first started i would love to be pleasantly surprised i would love to tell my children one day oh when they started this airline i was like it's going to fail but here we are today 20 something years after but you know Anyway, like I said, if they keep it to what it is, government plays little or no role in it. Like I said, government has never been nimble enough to make profit in private ventures. You know, so for it to work, you really have to be a private and private pe- and people in competent hands. Like I keep on saying, the airline business is not a profitable one. The margins are very slim. If you don't run things efficiently, you will not make any money. And obviously, when you don't make any money and you try to start pumping government money into it. And obviously when the government change, or people in government change, and That's they, have, they have different uh, feelings about it, and they didn't start it, then all of a sudden 
you have workers that will not be paid you have people who lose their jobs and all sorts of bullshit but anyway good luck if it works it works if it doesn't it goes the way of I every other nigerian said, I would project definitely not be flying nigerian airways for the foreseeable future i'm like ready after rocky start but let's see what happens yeah because there's so many other things to do fix the airports the people that are currently flying the erics and the rest of them Get them to be compliant. Let them leave when scheduled. Let them land when scheduled. I've never even stuff. heard. So instead of you sinking your money into buying aircrafts and all this other stuff, why don't upgrade the facilities you have? So Apparently, the international so airport smoothly as, as it's supposed to be. I haven't traveled in a while. I've lost my travel uh, my my travel orphan card. But I hear that the international airport keeps getting upgrades and things like that. I don't know how true it is, but um. Like so said, just fix everything up, you know. We can't just keep moving from one thing to the other. It just it just makes no sense. I've never heard anyone who had great things to say about traveling to and from the international airport. And I'm talking about different people from all over the world. Like every time my bosses have to travel, they try to leave as so you know how you say leave at this time because traffic but they try to push their time into the airport because they're like there's nothing to do it's not like other airports where you have things to do even forget about even having things to do they're like the environment is just you know so why not focus on other things like that you know bringing the airports up to international standard like i said i haven't traveled in a while so i really don't know what people mean by they've been renovating the international airport but you know they should continue they should you know try and fix up fix up so yeah it's about priorities and it's election season anyway i'm not exactly sure they think this is a good publicity play that is going to gain votes or whatever but i think there's a train that you can't be, you can't it's not going to be stopped right now so it's either you jump on it or you jump off it so yeah let's see how it goes and i haven't as we're just talking i have this uh I have this issue about Remainer. I guess, I guess, like I said, it grinds my gears. Something is always grinding his gears. Yeah, I don't know, but you know, even today in church, the 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 guy behind me. At first, I was sitting in church, and you know, you know, it was choir singing, and all of a sudden, this bad breath smell. Like what the hell? It goes away. Then you know, people singing this, but I'm like, what the hell is the bad breath coming from? Like I turned to my left and my right, they seem they seem to be fine. Then later on, I now saw the person behind me lean back and you know, lean you know, back. You know, sorry, not lean back. Actually, lean forward. So he's like leaning against the, where my back is resting. I know how the pastor will say, you know, look your neighbor on the side neighbor. and tell him that. Uh, Welcome to church. All this kind of, and, and the guy now said it and. <sighs> I'm like, this is where the whole halitosis is coming from. I'm like, my goodness, no, no water wash, no whatever, and you're just out there, just ruining um, Sunday service for somebody. My goodness. Anyway, that's the detour. So what I want to talk about is people with um, earphones. What are earphones for, um, Lola? Listening to stuff exactly. through your phone or music to, device exactly. or laptop because or something. When you don't want to play the music out loud. You plug in your earphones, right? If you're in the bus, I'm the ca- elevator. Kind of ask, uh, why, so, so why did you ask me this question? I just want to make sure I'm not making a mistake. Okay. So, so if you are putting in your earphones, I shouldn't be able to hear your music. I am tired of being in the elevator, being in the bus, and somebody puts their earphones on, and it's like the whole bus is listening to what they are, what they are listening to. The reason your earbuds, you put them in your ear, is just for you. 
and I'm not even going to disturb myself about loud music and damaging your hearing. That's your own business. But if you put on um, headphones on, earbuds on, I shouldn't be listening to your music with you. The whole reason you're doing that is supposed to keep your movie, your your music private to you, whatever you're listening to. I don't I don't want to be in a bus. You have headphones on, and I'm still uh, um, jamming along to your to to your to your track. Okay, so don't get your knickers all up in a twist. Calm down. In Speaking I'm of which, so has a new man. fashion item. I don't understand his Bluetooth. Speaking of headphones, every time I see him now, he has his Bluetooth headphones around his neck. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, okay. you know what's funny? I think that this thing just crept up on me because I didn't realize that Sos had been wearing one. Am I wearing one right now? Because mm-hmm. we're it now. Yeah, so I would go to church, I'll go for fellowship, I'll see it's around some people's necks. I'm like, what's really going on? So I remember our youth president and our former so our ex youth president and our current youth president, I remember seeing the two of them wearing one. And I called them, I said, Come wait, is this something for like special people or something? They're like, No, Bluetooth headphones. I'm like, Okay, cool. So they see more people. Then lo and behold, one day I just noticed that Sos had this thing around his neck. And I'm like, What is going on? Now, Sos claims that he uses this when he's walking the dog, Drake, so that he doesn't have to, you know, reach down to his pockets. To say. But guys, I can tell you that more than once, I have seen Sos wearing this thing for no just cause. So I'm starting to think that it's some sort of fashion accessory for Sos. Can't wait, so. so one day Sos loses his Bluetooth headphones and he sends me a message, oh, I lost this, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, cool, no problem. So I see him and I'm like, okay, let's buy another one. And he's like, no, it's not that serious. So that led me to think that, okay, this thing was not actually for fashion for so since he said, let's forget about it. Sus comes to my house yesterday and what does he have around his neck? New Bluetooth headphones. Guys, I don't really understand it. And he even went with his outfit. So I feel like he was color coordinating the headphones and his outfit. But I think because I complained yesterday, now he's not wearing it. Or maybe it's because he's just coming from church. So people of God, if they're not necessary, please don't have it around your neck. It really grinds my gears. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, sure. They're yeah. just simple yeah, headphones. Remind, remind me to take a picture and, and put it on Instagram. It, it's just, I'll do like a seven-day picture uh, thing. And, and, and to be honest, if I really want fashion accessories, I'll buy some really, you know, nice expensive ones these mm-hmm. are just really cheap knockoff he's, he's saving up for them guys don't worry i know so. <laughs> he's, yeah, saving, up he's saving up for yeah, them just the big that's enough just a knockoff and actually it's really good when i'm walking drake i don't have to uh, drake is the dog yeah i don't have to start uh you know sometimes he yanks and pulls and start disconnecting the wire so it's just a good way to uh yeah, even me, I used, to, I used to make fun of people that had it around their neck. And now he has joined them. But I, I, I only wear it when I'm actually using it. But a lot of people put them on because that's what they use when they... Um, driving. Not driving, to answer phones. Yeah. Yeah, they answer their hands are so you can be hands-free when somebody calls them. But to be honest, I don't get that, I don't get enough calls like that for me to have it, to be, to be picking up calls or whatever mm. it is. Anyway, so let's um, hit the Joro of the Joro of the week. So this goes, um, help your sister Joro. My boyfriend and I in a long-distance relationship. Mm. Do we keep in touch and all that? But my problem is he said I'm not romantic. He wants all the sweet talks, which I cannot do. Fine, I know I'm bad at that. At times we argue over this thing, but I love him. And he loves me too. But this romantic thing makes our relationship unstable. So how can I be romantic to my guy without argument? Please keep my identity. Thank you. 
Um, okay, so I can actually relate with this conversation because if you're not something, you're not something, you know. But I feel like it's, it's not enough to break your relationship, to be quite honest. I mean, like, this is just one of the many aspects of a relationship. But I also feel like you should try, like, once in a while. I'm being, I don't... So the guy wants you to write some nice words. You don't know what to write. Go to Google. Go on Google Words. Or think about songs that you've listened to that had, like, really nice, um, you know, statements and things like that. I don't feel... I feel like you guys need to just talk it out. Hey, I'm not romantic, you know, but I'm a try. You know, and you really should try. You should actually... So here's the thing. Relationships are about give and take and you should actually take an interest in what it is that your partner likes i'm sure he'll be happy if you try and you do it at least once in a while so the guy knows you're not romantic which is fine but i'm sure if you surprise him once in a while and you're all gooey and stuff which can be gaggling i understand you know he'll be happy he'll be all the better for it it won't kill you all right let's let uncle sus give you some real let uncle sus give you some real good advice like number one you know she tagged a long distance relationship so that brings a different extra layer to it it's not just you know i'm not romantic i'm a relationship number one instead of phone calls and texting you need to do a lot of video calls men were visual beings Mm -hmm. so even though you're far away that video call helps a lot you guys interact you guys see each other it almost feels you're in the next room so in a long distance relationship you have to use the technology that you have with you so video calls are imperative you have to do that number two just keep him in touch with your day he might not be there you're going shopping whatever it is what is romantic about that take it trust me it's gonna work for the guy take a self yourself at the at the um at work, enter at, the at, lift at, and at, take a picture. At work, at if you're going to the grocery, because you're far away, you want to keep him in touch with your day, let him know what you are doing, and, and that keeps wearing. that keeps that con that keeps that connection with it. When it says romantic or whatever it is, it's all about intimacy and connection, which is not only about speaking. These are things that is going to help you. Like I said, the video call, keeping him abreast with your day by all these little pictures and stuff like that. Now, another thing you should do is dress the way he likes now with the and this works with the video calls like i said you know a lot of ladies you know i guess you guys you dress for yourself or you wear stuff say you look nice but pay attention to what he likes when he says you yeah, maybe you wear that body contour stuff and he really what likes is it. body contour yeah, there's <laughs> yeah. yeah, the body contour dress the women, <laughs> women wear yeah so it's yeah the body contour dress <laughs> and if he says you see he likes that so when you're on the video call wear oh that uh, wear that wear that dress that he he, he likes, you know, wear that top that he likes, you know, and all those little things is what, you know, will, will um, tantalize, tantalize uh, him, right? And like you said, Google is your friend, right? You might not be able to say some of those things, maybe it just feels awkward and funny, right? So you can text them, copy something from them, you know, Love Jones used to have some lines back in the day when I didn't know what uh. I was doing. I used to I used to recite love love yeah. girls tracks and they didn't know <laughs> and the girls didn't know any better where I got it from. I right? know I know sure that's true. If, if they seen the movie, <laughs> so my point is that you know Google some of this stuff and it might sound awkward for you saying it. So start off by sending them as text messages and all those flirty stuff. It's a simple copy paste type uh, type stuff and little by little you will you will um, build up your your appetite for those things and uh, change. But the most important thing, like I said video calls are your friend because of the distance um i said 
take carry me along with your day with pictures and stuff like that what you're doing a third thing before i even forget this always set a date for when people are going to see next right so there's always something to look forward to as i start conversation oh know that oh may 20th in six months time i'm going to see you in two months time so there'll always be a concrete date when you guys are going to see each other next right that also builds the tension that also builds romance that builds the longing because all he's really saying with romantic whatever it is he's just saying he's lacking the intimacy in the relationship that's what it is and that's what he wants romance comes in different ways and what's that love language thing everybody has different love languages right so gifts words of affirmation touch yeah, so, yeah exactly so yeah distance surprising with the care package right Surprisingly, with the care package, all of a sudden, let something in the mail, some sexy stuff in the, in the, the package. It doesn't have to be sexy, just a gift, just a reminder. It's just little things knowing that you're thinking about him, that you care, all this kind of stuff. So it's, uh, that's, you know, like I said, there's some solid advice from your Uncle Sosa. So and music that can help you, 90s music. Just go and copy all their lyrics down. I sent it. Yeah, It'll so all anyway, right just pick it back in on my good advice. So your your uncle Sosa has told you what to do. Just do it, he and yeah, you, sh- you should you should uh, you should be fine, you know. And uh, that's what I got. Yeah. Anything else you want to say before we wrap this up? You guys pray for us in Lagos. I spend way too much time in traffic now. I feel like I'm going to kill somebody one day. But I hear they're towing the tankers. So yeah, you know. Yeah. If you are big yeah. ups. I guess the context body. with that is that um, they're closing down the Todd Millen Bridge. I think they say just for three days to access the repairs that need to be mm-hmm. done. So, you know, Ted Milan Bridge is the major... Um, it's the major route people used to go from the mainland to the island and back. So if they close it, it means that leaves Echo Bridge. Echo Bridge is already riddled with tankers. And because of these tankers, people are already spending two hours, three hours on the road. If Ted Milan Bridge is locked up it means all the cars that go through third mainland bridge will be on eco bridge meaning that our traffic time will increase from three hours to five six hours i mean i'm seeing stories of people not getting home till midnight nowadays and i can testify that this route used to take me 20 minutes to get to work and 20 minutes to get back home and now it's taking me two hours so yeah pray for us y'all yeah so lagos it's a uh, rough times ahead but let's see, maybe they will clear the tankers and at least ease it a little bit. Regardless, tankers or no tankers, it's going to be a nightmare, everybody converging on um, Echo Bridge. And what oh, are the Qatar oh, Bridge. Uh, Qatar Bridge, right? So yeah, and Qatar Bridge is not even so... It goes to... Where does it go to, Sef? Ido, train station side. Yeah. Not the most popular route. But anyway, yeah, you know, we could. We'll survive. We're survivors. All right, so anyway, thanks for listening to another... Um, podcast i think by number 47 so we are three more to the big five oh yes we're approaching 50 so i guess we've been doing this for a minute so please tell a friend to tell a friend to subscribe to the good bad gang podcast on itunes soundcloud i think even android phones they have those podcast apps where you can go in and yeah instagram and twitter and please guys well i hope you listen to this episode I've heard, you know, just about how people don't know that we have new episodes out. We tweet about it and we also put it on Instagram, especially those who listen on SoundCloud because SoundCloud puts the highlights, top five. So people go on the page and they just think, okay, they haven't put anything out. So please tell a friend that they should scroll down and then they'll see the most recent while we're working on how to figure that situation out. But yeah. Yeah, there's nothing to figure out. 
we'll try to shuffle it as uh, we remember to. But anyway, like I said, tell a friend, tell a friend, subscribe on um, the podcast on your iTunes if you're using iPhone, Android, and all that good stuff. And uh, see you next week. Spread good vibes. If your girl a look good and she never boring Then you know that you really good vibe And she cook your good food and she always caring Then you know that you really good vibe If your man did a love you real good in a bed Then you know that you really good vibe And if I give you full satisfaction my girl Then you know that you really good vibe